Oh my God. What is that thing of beauty in that bowl there, Megan? Holy cheese stuffed artichoke. Everybody, this is Liz Johnson and Megan McCaffrey, and we're here at Babes and Haverstraw recording the Low Hud Foodcast, where we're sharing compelling stories about delicious food in Westchester, Rockland, and Putnam counties in New York State. And we have hit the mother load. Yes, we certainly have. We uh, came in hungry and ordered a lot of things here on the menu of Babes, and I, I regret nothing. I regret nothing either. Can you go clockwise around the table and just like tell us what we have here, Megan? All right. I'm going to start here right in front of me with the dish that's practically done because we got it first. And it's a big bowl of steamers with this really good crusty bread. And it is so garlicky and the steamers are so plump and really, really good. And then below me, just filling up my nostrils (laughs) with deliciousness, is this buffalo calamari that is typical crispy fried calamari. But then it's tossed in buffalo sauce and it's served with homemade blue cheese. And that is awesome. And next to that (laughs) is this ridiculously, um, I mean, so, so good stuffed artichoke with all this cheese and garlic and, I mean... Bechamel sauce. Yeah, it's creamy. And, I mean, I think we both gasped when we tasted it. It's such a throwback and it's so good. I have not had a stuffed artichoke like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe ever. I don't know. (laughs) It's so good. And then, of course, we ordered the half rack of ribs because that is a signature dish here at Babe's. So, looking at that with a plate of french fries, and I'm feeling less and less motivated to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. But we will. We will persevere. And let me, let me give you the rundown of what we're going to talk about today. So, as soon as we finish our ribs, we're going to talk. We have a reason for being in Haverstraw, um, and that is that Megan got a sneak peek at Industrial Arts Brewing, which is the um, brewery, that craft brewery, or brewery, big brewery, yeah. that's going to open um, in Garnerville probably in the fall. Yes. Uh, hope, Jeff O'Neill is the owner, and he's people may know him from Peekskill Brewing, where he was for many years. Before that, he was at Ithaca, and he is opening at the Garner Arts Center in this just absolutely stunning space. It's really, really special. I can't wait to hear more about that. And then also, we are here because, one, we are working on a summer bucket list for foodies, and we have a list of things that people need to do in the lower Hudson Valley. And this is one of them. Babes is one of them, where you come and you get some steamers and some beer and just, you know, have, like, a nice summer night with with your cold beer and your garlicky, yummy steamers. So we have number one checked off. Um, and then we're going to let you know what some of the other ones are. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's funny is we started this idea of the summer bucket list for foodies, but it's it's essentially things that you and I hope to do over the summer, <laughs> things we hope to eat before September is upon us. So, yeah, we're just going to share that with everybody else. Yeah, and maybe you guys can play along. All right, great. So we'll get to it. So, Megan, I was... Um, waiting for you to text me to tell me when you were done with Jeff and finally I was just like listen I'm just going to come up here because I've been waiting and it's because you had such a long tour because it's such a big place right this industrial arts brewing it's enormous he's got 24,000 square feet over there and they're all kind of separate leases and he actually has three leases that he's sort of joined together um, by opening up walls and stuff and it's just it's fascinating to walk through I mean there's there is literally nothing like this in, you know, definitely the Hudson Valley, let alone, 
you know, I would say the United States, but I, I don't know. You know, that's what Jeff said, but, you know, we'll see. It's, it's just mesmerizing. And I actually, it took me so long because I made him give me the tour three times because I had to understand this system that he's got set up that is totally custom, totally state-of-the-art. He, he told me that he flew to Germany to the Millhouse factory to check out all this equipment that was being built for him, and, and he's just very invested in it, and it's just going to be spectacular. I love about it is it's really this, this uh, you know, being a Rocklander, um, I've always loved Garner Arts. It's sort of this, it's this throwback. It's a, a factory from before the Civil War, a dye, a dye factory, um, for a, a mill or uh, textiles, and um, it really has that old feel. Like you know, it's a brick building. It's got smokestacks. It's got alleys. It's got huge warehouses, and it's such a cool place. And to have somebody really coming in there and investing in it, um, besides the artists who have been there for a long time, right? Um, it's just it's just such a great story. Yeah, I mean, it's it's totally fascinating to walk around, and, and it makes your jaw drop, because like you said, it's all red brick, and it's all this really cool historic brick, and there's because there's so many artists who also occupy this property, there are a lot of sculptures around, and just kind of cool, fun, artsy things, and you know, you're walking through, and all of a sudden there's a creek that runs underneath the bridge in the middle of this whole thing, and, and it's just beautiful, and to think that um, this industrial arts brewing is going to take over this enormous space is, is so exciting because I, I can't think of anything else cool that could occupy that much mm-hmm. square footage. Mm-hmm. So it's really going to be huge for the area. Huge, huge. So Let's hear from, uh, so you had a chance to talk to Jeff, so um, th- throw us in there. What do you got? Yeah, Jeff sort of talked me through, um, you know, I asked him to put it into layman's terms, sort of the scale that he's doing and, and how this vision that he had for this brewery um, sort of came to be and, and is, is really light at the end of the tunnel now. Cool. All right, let's take a listen. Okay, I'm here with Jeff O'Neill, the brewer, owner, master at Industrial Arts Brewing, coming soon to Rockland County. And I came to Jeff's brewery today to check out the space, and it is significantly larger, grander, a feat in engineering, and um, I'm pleasantly surprised. Well, that's nice to hear. Thanks for coming. (laughs) It's a pleasure to see you. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to yeah. be here. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the space. I walked into the main space, which is still under construction, but is going to be home to the main tasting room, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there. So what else is in that room? Right, so the main space is in the iconic building here on the site with the, with the smokestack. And, it, and we're at the Garner Arts Center. That's correct, the Garner Arts Center. Um, and the main space is in really kind of this grand old boiler building that feeds this old smokestack and we spent a lot of time and um, energy uh, really renovating that building into our visitor center and uh, brew hall. Because this building is crazy old, right? Yeah, sure. This stuff was built before the Civil War. That qualifies as crazy old. (laughs) All right, so what else is in that space? You've got some brewing equipment. So that main, it'll be most of our hospitality will happen up there. Our brew house is there, our uh, state-of-the-art four-vessel German brew house um, <laughs> that we uh, we really designed specifically for our process and our uh, intention with our with our products um, so we'll have some capabilities in, in, in that um, on that side of the production uh, equation that a lot of other brewers uh, don't have so to sort of walk people through who who are listening and can't see this space, what makes this so much bigger than I thought is this crazy pipeline thing that runs 
outside of the main brew house and down a corridor here at Garner Arts. And explain what that is because that's, it's that, that's right. Our brew house and fermentation cellar are separated by about a hundred yards. And uh, in order to to compensate for that, we built an overhead. Uh, process pipeline to uh, move the wort from the brew house down to the fermentation cellar where it becomes beer. Wow. So I I went on the initial tour and I'm assuming that you're going to have tours for people who come to visit here because it's hard to understand exactly... Yeah, for sure. And that, I think, will be a big part of the experience here is, is going on a walk down the pipeline, crossing the creek, um, seeing how intentional the whole thing is, um, how we carved a brewery into this historic space and how we're kind of mm, paying attention to the details of the space, playing them up, um, and really articulating, riffing on, on the, the uniqueness of the, of the site. Right, and along the tour, you were sort of showing me that you used the original bricks, and you just yeah just yeah we've been really conscious in the renovation of being faithful to the spirit of the place, and mm-hmm. and hopefully we're gonna you know be here for a good long time and see <laughs> a lot of other stuff spring up around us here. And all right, now what people actually want to hear about is the beer. So at, at previously you were at Peekskill Brewery, and before that Ithaca, mm-hmm. and a lot of people sort of started following you for these super juicy pale ales. Is that more of what we can expect to see? Yeah, I think our focus is really going to be on the beer being the... F- yeah, I, want, I want everybody to understand that we would be the go-to for freshness, right? If you really want to savor, hop, aroma, and flavor, I think our beers will be designed to showcase that part of uh, the spectrum of, of beer. Um, it's something that I pride myself on is access to the best ingredients and sort of... Uh, uh, wherewithal to know what to do with them. And like I said before, we've really designed the process around um, executing on, on delivering that hop, mm-hmm. hop character. So if you're a fan of pale ales and IPAs, I think we'll be doing something that you'll most likely appreciate. All right. And before I let you go, I know that you must have a flagship that I have sadly yet to taste, but it must be out there somewhere. So give me like a little teaser about this. Um, okay, so the flagship beer, the working name is, is called Tools of the Trade. Um, we've been through several iterations and the can design and the, and the name. Um, but I think our family of beers is going to be really kind of simple. It'll be this flagship Tools of the Trade and then a rotate, and that's an extra pale ale, a uh, very, very pale, um, dry, not terribly alcoholic, but expressive and complex um and then the other the 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 complement to that will be a rotating seasonal ipa that'll be called state of the art and that plays into uh the investments we've made in the technology and automation on the process side which is a real point of difference from most startup breweries at least and uh we're gonna that can change seasonally or on a whim and i think those are going to be the beers that we're going to try to stay out on the crest of the wave on what people are doing um, with hops. That's your fun stuff. Yeah, that's the fun stuff. And that'll be uh, a little bit more limited um, and um, a little bit uh, more rotational. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you're still months away from really opening to the public, but thank you for talking to me. I can't wait to, to try it and see it when it's all said and done. Well, thanks for giving paying some attention to this. I think what we're doing is really, really interesting and, and uh, hopefully will help to spark more of this kind of stuff on, on this side of the river. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right.
sounds like he just loves where he is. Yeah, and I think he's really... Now he told me, you know, it's been over a year that he hasn't brewed. And for a guy who's been brewing since the 90s, that's a really, really long time. So I think he's enjoyed the renovation process of this space, but he's, he's itching to get going. Speaking of itching to get going, we are itching to start our summer foodie bucket list. Yes, bring it on already. Got it. So um, besides the steamers at Babes, which we'll get back to in a minute... Um, as I'm breathing garlic into the <laughs> microphone, almost like all the way across the room from them. What are a couple of things that we are going to tell people they need to do in this article about summer foodie bucket list? Well, one of my things, the one of the first things that I add to this list was the Italian ice at Artuso's Bakery on McLean Avenue in Yonkers. I used to live down the street from that place, and when they pull out their summer... Italian ice. People love it. I mean, they sell it. It's so cheap. I don't know what they sell it for, but it's it's super cheap. And you get it in a little paper cup, and, like, people leave after, after church at St. Barnabas and sit on the, the bench on the side of McLean and eat it. And it's just, like, it's such a throwback seasonal thing, and I just love it. That kind of reminds me of the other sort of um, Italian thing that we are recommending, which is a little out of our normal coverage area, but Arthur Avenue, mm. oysters on the street. Yeah. I... That is so much fun. It's um, the the seafood the seafood um, shops just set up these little ice troughs in the front, and then they just have people opening the clams and the uh, and the oysters on the half shell, and you can eat them right there, standing on the street. And it's just really nothing like it. Yeah, it's so fun, and it's so like you know you feel like you're in a movie just eating <laughs> eating clams on the half shell right yeah. there. It's it's really great. And I, you know you can go down there and do a whole bunch of of shopping while you're down there. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go get. Pasta and meat and all this, all this really great Italian art, artisanal stuff. It's a great way to spend an, an afternoon. And and speaking of clams, another one for me is I love to go to Cornetta's in Piermont, mm-hmm. which they recently redid the whole restaurant, but they do the inside, but they still have their outdoor. Um, it's almost like a clam shack in the parking lot, really, um, right on the Hudson River, and they do, you know, clams and they do. Um, fried shrimp and all that kind of fried seafood that you love in the summer. Oh, it sounds good. And speaking of Piermont, that reminds me, I Bastille Day in Piermont is one of my bucket list items because I've never been, and it, every year I've seen the photos, and it looks like such a blast. It's really fun. They have a um, they have a traveling you know carnival that comes. They set up in Flywheel Park, and then you can walk up and down. And Peter Kelly always has like a gorgeous you know something outside of Freelance and Xavier's, and you can get some street food there. And you can do there's crepes and there's all kinds of delicious French stuff. I love French stuff, mm-hmm. especially crepes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sidewalk Bistro is a very French bistro, mm-hmm. so they always have stuff. It's just really, it's just, who knew that we, you could do Bastille Day in, in America? I know. <laughs> and it would be like a hugely popular <laughs> festival. So, yeah, what else is on your list? Um, well, picnics for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just kind of pack my own stuff, but um, we, can, we have some great places to get oh, takeout yeah. from, too. Yeah, last year I actually, I think it was last year, I did a roundup of places that do really good, like, pre-packed picnics for people if they're going to go to concert in the park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, um, shoot, I'm blanking on the name. It's in Scarsdale. In Scarsdale, and Melissa owns it. Cooked and Co. Yes, Cooked and Co. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> she has such good picnic food, and, like, mm-hmm. it's really, it's kind of, like, fancy, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really. It's, it's just, like, really well done. So that's, that's definitely a good spot. And another one for me is going to be cotton candy. 
Oh, yeah. Where do you get cotton candy? Well, you have At Playland, of course. You oh. have to have it on the boardwalk. Of course. How <laughs> foolish of me. <laughs> That's a good one. And speaking of the boardwalk at um, Playland, we have to, you have to have some tiki drinks. As our colleague and friend Karen Croak says, you have to have some blue drinks. Blue drinks. Yeah, she said, uh, she added that to the list, and I, I kind of stared at her blankly because I... I don't know that I've ever had a blue drink, but I'm attracted to them, so I will drink one. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, it's orange curacao that they make blue for some reason. Yeah, it's festive. <laughs> oh, and on the of course, kind of on the other end of this bucket list spectrum is up a valley at the Garrison. Uh-huh. In Garrison, their outdoor patio deck that overlooks the Hudson Hills and like you can see forever because they're on top of like a mountain is the best view, the best outdoor dining view. It, I love it there. And it's, yeah, you're right. It's a complete polar opposite of like cotton candy and blue (laughs) drinks, but it's still a great summer thing to do. Yeah. We, my husband and I had like a nice little date night up there last year and it was just a really, really nice night. And we were there at sunset in, you know, July and it was, uh, it was just amazing. I'm like, we have to do this every year. This is so special. So So you added it to the list. Yes, I did. It's on my list for sure. Megan, um, I, I'm so glad we put we came to Babes and put it on the summer bucket list. And I'm so glad we stopped by today. Um, it's been it's I, it's such a slice of life American great Rockland County institution. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's like I, I said when we walked in, it it sort of feels like we're on a road trip somewhere. Like this could be anywhere in America, kind of thing. And and we're I feel lucky to have it in Rockland. It's yeah. It's really special, and it's, you know, there's, like, American flags everywhere. There's those, we have uh, literally USA, US, I was going to say USA Today, USA <laughs> placemats, and, you know, these just pictures of Babe Ruth and Elvis Presley and some baseball memorabilia on the walls. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I love it here. I, I like- just don't know if, though, if anywhere in America you can get a stuffed artichoke like that. Oh, well, no. I mean, <laughs> if you can, then, wow, we have quite a country. <laughs> Well, it's been great, um, and we look forward to checking off more of our bucket list as the summer goes on. And so thank you again to Jordan Fenster for producing our podcast. Yes, thank you, Jordan. And we will wrap it up. And thank you so much for listening. This has been the Low Hud Foodcast. I'm Liz Johnson. And I'm Megan McCaffrey. We'll see you next week.